Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your host. What's up, Trent? Bow wow. Bow wow. Roof, roof. Like little bow wow? We're talking about like a big bow wow. Big difference. Like bow wow, the, 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 the young man that used to rap. Wasn't it like Master P's son? Wasn't his name <laughs> yeah. bow wow? Master P. Nah. Man, we're taking it back to the 90s. I yeah. like it. Master P was good. He was good. He was a mogul. He definitely was a mogul. Might still be. Don't know. Kind of out of that I'm game. I'm out of that game, too. That was, we can go back and talk about our virtual boxes and our subwoofers and amplifiers in our cars. But the funny thing is, the reason why I said Bow Wow is because I have this thing we've been doing in our, our van. You know, I have five kids, and when we're riding in the Sprinter van, uh, I'll do roll call. And my two-year-old, uh, Knox, took a liking to it. So every time we get in the van now, he go, roll call. And he'll wait, and, and he just sits there, and you know, I randomly, I, I generally did oldest to youngest, so he wouldn't, he would be fifth or sixth, depending on where I placed Reagan, uh, but but he would sit there, and it's a such a test of patience for this two-year-old, he's like, got the biggest gleam on his face, and he is waiting for his name, and you say, Knox, he said, yo, 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 <laughs> Get out of here. So he's begging for the roll call. He's being patient on his name, and then he's throwing the yo-yo-yos around. So do you ever mess with him and just kind of skip over him? I do a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Have you met me? I have met you. I have met you. Um, Trent, I got to brag on Scarlett. Uh, Obviously, we know we pre-record the show during the week. We we are very open and honest about that. Uh, She graduated uh, elementary school today. And I, I only I have one child, and so I get one shot at this. Uh, hopefully, I'm doing okay. But uh, I'll tell you, man, that's that's one of those moments where you, the tears start flowing down your cheek. It's like, pow, it hits you that, that, that they're growing up. Um, it was a really you know unique experience, and I'm, I'm glad to do it. And she she actually got to sing a little bit. They they did uh, the class sang "Lean on Me," which is like I, I could listen to that song in the car, and it could make me well up. And she had a little solo part, so it was uh, it was cool. I'm, I'm I'm a proud papa today. Great. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's good. I had some teary moments in the last couple of weeks sitting in the auditorium or the gymnasium. So, yeah, it's yeah, good I got for a, you. I had Tatum had her moving on ceremony from eighth grade today, uh, whoa. and then yesterday I couldn't make it because all this was pop up. I'm mean, got all these kids. <laughs> Piper had hers. Uh, tomorrow Rowan has her award ceremony or something. Last week they had sports. Rowan and Tatum. So it's cool. Tatum She's, is going to be in high school. Wonderful time to reflect. Yep. Whoa. Proud of that girl. She's good. I think we're very lucky. And bl- I, well, I'll oh, give yeah. we'll give our wives that back. What ninety nine point eight percent of credit. <laughs> I'm trying to mess it up all the time. Like, what's he doing? Yeah. yeah last night, everybody's like. I mean, first off, everybody's like, I'll know somebody for two or three years, and they meet Reagan. And they're like, Hey, the first thing I got to ask you: Did Trent really go to Chapel Hill? And I'm like, Hold on, dude. 
We've been out of town together like five times. I hang out with what, you weekly. What's the second thing they ask? And <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> well, who's this dad? <laughs> like, what, how, what's going on with this, this situation? I don't get it. I'm still confused at the question. Is there a third question? <laughs> no. There, there, yeah, there's like, always more questions. Then you grab him by the, 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 the coat collar and haul him off. That's what I do. I would. They kept asking My dad like used that. to always tell me, and this was just kind of his tongue-in-cheek comment, he, he's going to cold slap somebody. Well, yeah, yeah, we talk about cold slap. I, I think we made our audience experts in yeah, cold slapping. Yeah, Piper guy. I said, girl, you better hush. I'm going to cold slap you. She got, uh-huh. <laughs> You're crying? Why are you crying? You're going to cold slap me. <laughs> it's Man, a figure of speech. If DSS listens to this show, I'm in trouble. <laughs> We're joking. It's all a bunch of jokes. <laughs> jokes. Jokes. Prank call. You know? Listen, if you can't have fun, then you're listening to the wrong show. Well, well speaking of fun, uh, our, our guest today, Trent, I always get excited about this. We have Emmanuel, who is a recipient of our Bridge Foundation Scholarship, which uh, I've become a part of. Andy Cox, or uh, not sorry, Michael Cox is as well, along with Michael De Palma, is here in the studio and uh, maybe we have a fun time with this group, and we have a really cool scholarship winner that we're going to have on the show in the third segment. It's scholarship season, I guess, because you and I are yeah. past presidents yeah. of the Ramallian Association. It's named after uh, Reed Harkey's father, the late Jim yep. Harkey, who was one of the founders of our Charlotte chapter of Nary. And uh, we just were looking at scholarships and awarding some scholarships before we came in here. So, man. Money a floweth. Yeah, I was uh, I was late to that meeting and I left early. There you go, and you were late here. Yeah, yeah. What's the matter with I'm you? I'm doing great today. God, isn't that right? <laughs> Unbelievable. Goodness gracious, you need to work on that. Business lesson of the day: end a previous meeting on time because then you make everybody late to their next meetings. Mm. That's Ooh, a simple one. Yeah, it flows downhill flow, from there. That, trickle you, down economic, trickle down tardiness. That's a uh, chicken uh, with its head cut off. I tell you, man, I had I was able to do something yesterday. I had a good buddy, Marshall Jones, who has been on the radio about two years ago, a fellow YPOer. He invited me uh, to this golf event, and Curtis Strange was there. Yeah, you were talking about that earlier. I want to hear and, more about uh, this. Man, he that is a charismatic fella. Yeah, he just the way he talks. So he he talked did a little did a little lesson to, for everybody and opened it up and talked for about an hour. And then he was on hole number 12, par three, so he hit a ball. And, and, and they were talking about golf is a unique sport because it's one of the only sports you get to participate with some of the legends. It's harder to do that in basketball or baseball or football, uh, which I, I, I had never realized that. Uh, they were talking about the controversial live tour yep. with these guys going to play in that new circuit and making all this money. And he was he was willing to give his opinions on that. But he was talking about the tradition of golf. But, so we get to hole 12, so he talks, and then we play about four or five holes. We get to hole 12, and I said, man, I shook his hand. I said, I like your style. You're very charismatic. And they go, oh, they all punked on him. That's what you're getting, charismatic. I was like, I'm being serious. And you're guys. a good golfer. Anyway, and he's from my time period. He was 88 he, when he was number three in the world. That's kind of my Jordan years and all that. So here we go. We got the Bridge Foundation. Michael De Palma. Michael De Palma, and then the winner Emmanuel from West Charlotte High School. Emmanuel, Michael's well. going to be on the first segment, and then Michael and Emmanuel will yep. be on the second segment, uh, talking about these scholarships and the great things that the Bridge Foundation is doing. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby.
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Um, I thought we were turning into a music radio I, I, station. I did too. Patrick fell asleep, started looking cross-eyed. Tired, man. Tired. Tired, boss man. Are you tired? Hey, man. I, you know what? We did kind of tee up this uh, this next segment. Uh, we're going to act like it was intentionally, but I'm going to tell this is where I tell people to go back and listen to the last segment so they know what I'm talking about. But uh, we were talking about end of the school year, scholarships, graduation, that kind of thing. And here we are talking about the Bridge Scholarship. We're like a couple of old pros in here. And you rearranged <laughs> how you said, check the last segment Because you were giving out. me a hard time about it last well, time. Because you put me to sleep. What? Well, well I mean, that's cause good. Because you, you got notes on the wall. Some I mean, people I have a tough the, time do, falling asleep. I do they this show without to me. notes. I'm a no-note kind of guy. Okay. We just we used to do, we used to have like, remember we'd have like pages of notes. I saw Michael over here, he's got... A book. Michael De Palma, Clemson oh, alumnus. Didn't know that. That didn't get inv- introduced to me, but yes, yes. Clemson man. And there I have go. the notes. I don't actually use the notes. I do a good job of writing them. I and always then forget <laughs> to look at them. So, <laughs> well, so this, is, this is my deal. Yeah. This is my deal. You got. I remember it. stuff when I write it down. I don't necessarily need to look back at it. That's just how I, my memory works. You're a better man than I. So yesterday when Curtis was talking, I was texting myself. And got <laughs> reprimanded four times. Get off your phone. I'm like, I'm texting I'm modern day Texting myself. Oh. Texting myself. But but Michael <laughs> it serves as president of the Bridge Foundation here in Charlotte. This is a, the first Congratulations. year. Congratulations. Yeah. You. It's and, a close uh, vote, but I, I came through in the end. <laughs> you must have not been at that meeting. <laughs> exactly. They didn't know me, so therefore it was easy to vote for me. That, yes. This is how I became president of Nary. I don't, a little known story is I wasn't paying attention to what they said, and they said, raise your hand if you if you don't want to be president. And I wasn't paying attention, didn't raise my hand. They're like, well, there's our president right there. That's how I became president of Nary. Classic. <laughs> That's a joke. That's terrible. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, it's obviously a volunteer effort. Now, I know, now that explains your leadership style. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't pay attention. Hopefully they don't call on you. No, failure. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. The opposite of this show today. That's it. That's it. But, but Michael, tell us, can you give us a synopsis of what the Bridge Foundation is and sort of what we're all about? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I'll even look at my notes a little bit to uh, there you keep go. me That's on point. Cue notes. Cue notes, yes. So uh, the Bridge Foundation was founded in 2003 uh, by a, a group of men, Charlotteans, that uh, wanted to find a way to, to keep their social interactions going together as well as uh, giving back to the community. Um, and, and through those efforts, they decided to form a scholarship group, which is the Bridge Foundation. Uh, and that, that foundation awards a $20,000 scholarship over four years to uh, a Mecklenburg County senior. Uh, that's really the only requirement of the scholarship is you have to graduate from a Mecklenburg County school. Uh, and then from there, it's up to that individual to promote themselves in in the scholarship's efforts by completing the application, writing a, so, a personal statement, and then through some interviews, kind of selling themselves on their vision of what they want to accomplish and how the money would help. Does it have to be a public school or just it, Mecklenburg County? Uh, it has traditionally been a, uh, a public school. It does not have to be a public okay. school. We have opened it up. Uh, it has been opened up to, to uh, the private schools as well. Obviously, we take that into consideration sometimes when we're debating who should earn the scholarship. Um, this year, we had several from... I think the the Charlotte uh, Catholic uh, with the Catholic okay. uh, schools submit for it, so we know that information is getting out to the all the children, uh, you know, in the schools. So nineteen years this has been going on. Correct. And and the scholarships consistently been twenty thousand dollars scholarship. Correct. Five thousand a year. How do you guys raise the money? 
it, it is the members of the group writing checks. Uh, we do uh, do not have a, a grant. We don't put in for sponsorship, uh, at least we haven't to this point. So it's been the individual contributors uh, saying we're going to write a check for X amount. Uh, yeah, and and we get to twenty thousand, right? We have to. We're, we're kind of giving ourselves and those students say a, a promise that we'll fund them through the next four years when they win. That is that is great. Uh, how many applicants did you have this year? It's like twenty four, twenty five, wasn't it, Michael? Correct. Yeah. Take. I would say that was a, a smaller year that, than most. We've I've been involved in in the process of, of selecting our app, uh, finalists and and seen. 40 to 50 submissions. So this year was a little light, but we still got a ton of uh, quality applicants. And, and as always, the, the decision to work our way to the finalists and then to pick a fin- uh, award recipient was a, a challenge as always. We, t- we take it very seriously. I agree. I mean, the room is, is, is it deliberates for a while. Um, you know, people get kind of grab onto a certain individual and other people grab onto another individual. When it comes down to the end, I mean, they're just so close. They're all so talented. I mean, the future of this country, when you read these applications, it makes you feel really, really good. Yeah. Um, and we, like you and I just did, we, Trent and I did the Neary Scholarship Rotating. It's kids like 4.87 GPAs. I, I mean, I didn't even know that was possible. Um, right. But it's just, it's remarkable how, how well they articulate things and, and what they're capable of. Um, so it does make you feel good, but yeah, it's, it's no, it's, it's no small amount of money. I mean, $20,000 goes a long yeah, way. That is awesome. Yeah. And I think you're going to be more scrutinizing when the money is donated by the members. The yep. members are going to be more scrutinizing. Just like if you have to spend your own money versus free money, then you, exactly. then you care about the, what you pay for more. It, it's a true investment by the members really of the is. group. Uh, and, and one thing, uh, kind of to piggyback yeah. on, on what Patrick was saying, is you know, I mentioned earlier, it's only only requirement is a Mecklenburg County school is what you graduated from. There's no specific metric that's weighted more than the other, whether it be need-based, whether it be GPA. Uh, you've got to be able to tell your story yep. as a student. You've got to get to the point. It's it's almost very Shark Tank esque. You know, you get to the next level of interviews. Well, that's good. You got here. Now you got to convince a different group of people. Uh, and to Patrick's point, our, our final event every year is a dinner for the members, and these students get selected to come and give a presentation. We always three say, of them. Yeah. yeah, three of them this year. It's, we've had four in the past, but it's whatever you want to do in front of your this membership, whether it's you know a PowerPoint. Sing and dance. Uh, we've had people who have gone to go on music scholarships, so they've brought their instruments. They've got to tell their story. They've got to wow the crowd, uh, and that's one thing that drew me to the organization. Is I got invited to the one of the dinners um, as a new member. It was my first event, so I didn't know the process leading up to it. Um, but just to see, you know, the organic, the fluidity, fluidity of the uh, of the process um, really spoke to me on, on what a good way to pick a winner. It's not just putting it into a formula. Yes, and highest GPA wins. Well, we can do that without meeting these kids. Uh, well, well so. it's a, it's a great group of people. I mean, we've had a lot of people on the radio show that are members of this group. Andy Presley was my connection. Bart Noonan's in the group. Randall Mountcastle. Uh, oh, yeah. I know I'm forgetting some others, but we've got a lot of folks that have been on the at home with Roby show that are part of our group. Um, it's and it's really you know it, it, to Michael's point. That's what I think my favorite part is. It's it's a real personal interaction with the candidates. I mean, really, I mean, I feel like I get to know them, you know, and it's like, especially Absolutely. when they show up at the first time, and you're like, all right, here's what you, I'm going to coach you up a little bit. Like, this is what these guys want to hear. All right, go. Um, and so there, there, you get that sort of personal attention. I think we've even had, had prior winners and prior people that were second and third that still connect with the group in one way or another, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's actually part of our, our process and what we tell 
any of the students who have applied and get through you know any level of the process is you've gained a network even if you don't earn the scholarship you have our emails you have our information be proactive utilize your resources it's a gift these people have received a gift whether they win or not And, and we've had Winners and non-winners both reach out to us in That's future great. years and say, hey, I'm thinking about changing my major, transferring, or I like this internship, but, you know, wow, a lot of good questions come back to the group, and we've been able to help these kids in more ways than just the financial. And are these meetings and dinners open to the whole membership, or does, is y'all narrow it down to a select official group? or It's open to, I mean, paying membership would be nice, right? Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go, boss man. Yeah, right. I'll put that plug in if you're listening and haven't paid your dues. You know, please pay your dues. <laughs> I like we'll be it. calling. I like it. But but yeah, it's the membership is fluid. It's 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 a men's group. It's always been a men's group, and it's been kind of by invitation only. I think we're now getting to the point where we're not looking to opening it up to anybody and everybody to show up at once. But we'd love to have new members come in if you're interested in the group. You know, and can find a member. Great. If not, go to our website, thebridgefoundation.net. Yeah, I was going to make sure you plug that. And, yeah. uh, and, and learn about our group, and, and there'll be some updates to that website. Bridgefoundation.net. .net. Got it. All right. Who's the winner? Emmanuel. And I'm, I'm going to wait till I talk to him about, because I'm going to mispronounce his last name. I don't want to do that to him. But this is this story will knock your socks off. Well, he's going to join us when we return, right? Yep, that's the plan. Yes, sir. We get rid of Patrick, right, Michael? Uh, Peace out. Michael I mean, and Emmanuel. Uh, love all, serve all. You Patrick know what we stay. call them? M&M. When we return, we got the M&Ms. <laughs> You're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the last couple of segments, this show is all about the Bridge Foundation. Uh, we have Michael De Palma, president of the Bridge Foundation, with us. Uh, the Bridge Foundation aims to uh, award a scholarship to a Mecklenburg County school senior, uh, $5,000 a year, which is awesome. And we also have a lot of fun during the process, Michael, I think we would agree to that. And uh, I am super excited to have Emmanuel on the show from West Charlotte, um, the winner of the 2022 Bridge Foundation Scholarship. Emmanuel, welcome to the show. Hello, sir. Thank you. Hey, Emmanuel. Yeah, good Good to hear from you again. Uh, uh, again, we're excited for you to, to win the scholarship this year, and we're, we're happy to, to be able to provide one more outstanding Mecklenburg County senior, uh, uh, even more opportunity to, to get to their uh, goals. So and, thanks for thank being on the show. Thank you, sir. And Michael, you know, we're, we're, Michael and I are just here. You know, you're, you're, you're the real story, Emmanuel. So uh, give, us, give us a quick rundown. Tell us about Emmanuel real quick when you have a second here. Go ahead. All right. So, Emmanuel, uh, I was born and raised in Ghana, West Africa. So over there, I, I have a fun time. I like being around, being out in nature, having fun, as well as also being competitive in school. And then we moved there uh, uh, in the year of 2016 when I was about 11. And from then since, you know, my life in America has been me having to, you know, fit in, assimilate, get to know everybody, learn about the culture. And, yeah. Well, and you, it was a pretty pretty quick, abrupt move, wasn't it, uh, out of Ghana? Yes, sir. It was. It was. I think you told the story. Your dad came here first and was trying to, you know, provide, and then you guys had the opportunity to follow him, and, and you jumped on it. Yes, sir. And so you you came here when you were eleven, um, and you went to what you went to Thomasboro Academy. Is that right? Yes, sir. 
Thomasboro Academy. Awesome, which is, uh, we talk about on the show, my wife works at Thomasboro Academy, and so you went from Thomasboro Academy to West Charlotte, right? Yes, sir. And then now you're going to Rochester Institute of Technology. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about that journey. So, uh, you know, my journey from uh, starting middle school to high school was, you know, about finding myself, learning about what I enjoyed and what I didn't like. So through that journey, you know, starting from middle school, the lessons and everything I was taught through high school, you know, getting to computer science program and then eventually finding out my interest and, you know, kind of nailing down on it to lead into me getting into college, you know. Yeah, excellent. And and you kind of mentioned the uh, computers and I know you provided some stories about how you got introduced to computers initially in Ghana and then how uh, that technology progressed in America. Could, could you kind of touch on what you're going to study at uh, RIT, I'll call it? Yeah. And, totally and, what is, and, and I knowing the next question is you're going to tell me what that major is. Describe you know, exactly what that means. Uh, yeah, t- tell us about how you first came across computers, too. I thought that was such an interesting story told there. Okay. Uh, so I came <laughs> about computers when I was in uh, Ghana, uh, grade school back in Ghana. So it was a new lesson that they introduced, computer and information science, where we were being taught how to type, you know, working on our typing lessons and skills, which a a program that we used was Mavis Beacon Typing Test, which helped us improve our typing speed. So from there, I saw my teacher play game on the computer. I fell in love with that. I wanted to know more about it. I wanted to, you know, have my own time to play games and do that. So... After classes, I would sneak in and try to play, but it was password protected, <laughs> so I couldn't get in. Yeah. But password what I'm, protected, oh, the yeah, scourge right. of, of technology, yeah. right? <laughs> yes, sir. And so, and so then you see, uh, tell us sort of how that evolved. So how that evolved was my dad. You know, when he started seeing that we had an interest in computer, started bringing over computers from America, which he was already in America. So he bought us kid computers that we could work around with, figure our way around with it. So with that, we kind of, you know, it broke. We figured our way how to, we figured out what was wrong with the system, what was not good about it. And then from that, it kind of just got better from there. I improved. Well, that's good. And then you get to the United States and you kind of like have the holy grail of computers everywhere, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so talk, talk to us about what, okay, so you, you get to the United States and at West Charlotte, and I think Michael will ask, tell us what you're going to major in and then try to, try to, in layman's terms, explain that to us, which, uh, it's way over my head, but, uh, it's pretty fascinating what's got you interested in this. So what I plan to major in in college, I plan to do a major. So my first, uh, major would be computer, uh, microelectronics, which is, they're dealing with semiconductors, building semiconductors, chips that run computers, and pretty much technology in a nutshell. And uh, my a minor that I want to get into is uh, uh, neuroscience, study of the brain, getting into the brain deep inside, learning about it. So how I came about those majors was that I had an interest with the human brain, a, a profound interest that came, I came across, you know, how the brain works, how it in the connection, everything works. So with that, I developed the major, but the issue facing that, uh, the issue facing that was that 
what I wanted to achieve in life was to build a virtual brain, but we didn't have capable computers that were fast enough to process. So I figured I could chip in my knowledge in the, you know, in the area of building a supercomputer, you know, chipping my expertise and helping build an advanced computer to help us run those simulations in those computers. So that's why I want to get into microelectronics, build super complex chips to help us achieve that. And then with there, move on with my neuroscience major. Well, talk about the, you, it, when you were presenting this, you were talking about the connections that the brain makes. Um, can you go into a little more detail about that? So brain connectivity. So, you know, brain connectivity deals with how a child is raised up or not necessarily how a child is raised up, but how your brain form connections. So, there's these things called neurons in the brain that fires. They send they send information back and forth. So those neurons act like the the messenger of the brain. So with that, you know, the brain kind of forms through experiences that it goes through. A child, like I, I stated back at the interview, a child experiences. Uh, a child is in a a child is in a abusive environment. Eventually, that child adapts to that abusiveness, that that nature. You know, it starts to develop that, and it starts to showcase that. So, that's the brain forming those connections. It's forming a connection that shows forth that violence is a sort of a survivability for him. Just so, if you just tuned in, we're talking to a high school senior here. <laughs> Right, I mean, Michael, that's insane. I mean, it's it, you're you're you are so far developed. I, I wouldn't have any clue of what you're talking about when I was seventeen, eighteen years old. So, bravo to you! And and again, you are the 2022 Bridge Foundation Scholarship winner. Uh, I do have a question. You're going to Rochester Institute of Technology. You ready for that cold weather up there? <laughs> yes, sir. You got yes, your big old sir. coat. I, I like <laughs> I like a good weather. You know, I like it cold. You like it cold? Yes, sir. Yes, okay, sir. like Charlotte cold. I think it's a whole different level, man. <laughs> I do recall uh, during the interview process, uh, you spoke that uh, a lot of the buildings at Rochester have underground tunnels to connect them. So <laughs> like they thought about this, uh, you know, for the student population. But that must be a big jump, I would think, from from Ghana to Charlotte to, to Rochester in, in New York State, just to have oh, three different uh, climates. Yeah, what a wardrobe you must have collected over your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, are you done with West Charlotte now? So have you, have you graduated? We were wondering that because we're recording the show on a, on a Tuesday here. I think what Wednesday or Thursday is the last official day, but sometimes I know as seniors, are you are you uh, you out for the summer? Uh, no. So we have two more days. Well, we have one more day, which tomorrow is the last day of school. And uh, I graduate on the, I graduate on the 11th, which is Saturday. So tomorrow being the last day of school, you know, kids having to finalize their testing and everything. That's why there's a delay. But just one more day of school, and then I graduate on Saturday. Well, Manuel, we're, we're super proud of you. I can't wait to hear your updates uh, for the four years that, that you're tied to us here at the Bridge Foundation. Uh, for more information, obviously, you can go to thebridgefoundation.net. Emmanuel, you're going to do some great things. Uh, we're, we're all really, really excited for you. Um, looks like you really made your mark there at West Charlotte. Uh, and coming from Ghana, I know your perspective is, is probably a lot different than most other kids, so can appreciate that as well. Um, good luck, sir. I think you're going to do great. I can't wait to hear your updates and, and, to, and to stay connected with you. Uh, you're listening to At Home with Roby. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent, what do you think about that? I was impressed. I mean, a that manual? I could sit there for 10 minutes and not say a word. From West, that is that might be a record. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, man, Emmanuel was very impressive, even though I went, I'm went. i a Harding uh, University alumni. Go Rams. Oh, that's a big rival. Uh, that's right. We, we, we used to egg the West Charlotte campus. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. We were allies, man. We weren't rivals. I hear you. I hear you. Emmanuel uh, was very impressive. And, and and we asked Michael to come back on for a second on the last segment or whatever. I'm kidding. Uh, you were talking about we didn't even get into his grades. What is he? You said he was second in his class at West Charlotte? Yeah. Um, he, uh, last we checked his transcript, he was second in his class. I mean, That's you, awesome. He, you could obviously appreciate just listening to him talk. He, he aced all of his classes. Um, one thing I, I always like to – we learned from him is, is he moved to – from Ghana to North Carolina and to America, didn't have any trouble with the language. They do speak English. They teach English in Ghana. But um, there's a whole another side, um, which obviously we couldn't get into with him, that just had the, the social norms that he had to, to grow into, as well as the educational norms that uh, you know we see but are completely different for him. So, Well, uh, well too, someone asked him the question, which I thought was a really good question, is what is something he missed from Ghana? And I thought that was a really... It was a very thoughtful, thought-out answer, and what he said, I think we could all relate to growing up, is he was talking about playing outside with kids. Remember that? That's right, yeah. It's probably his biggest memory was going out and, and, and playing. You know, he lived in a school community, and it, was, uh, it wasn't like they had yeah. lots of toys and, and, and sports equipment or whatever like we have. You know, it was, uh, in some cases, he said they'd find stuff that was left like over from the houses and, and, yeah. and pretend to play house, if you yep. will, or, or pretend to cook. So it was a... Uh, but he loved those. That was probably his most cherished memories from Ghana. So, uh, and, and, you know, kids these days, it took, I mean, we all know that, is that playing outside with a group of kids, you don't really see it nearly as much. I mean, everybody's inside on their devices at that at the high school age. So, Not when you're a hood rat on Bright Road. We'll catch snakes out there. We almost, play, we almost took outside. out a snake. Last time I came to your house, <laughs> I'm driving up the road. I didn't see it. And Trent jumps out of the pasture seat, like, flies up his driveway, and comes back with a shovel. He's like, get that. That's a copperhead. It was a copperhead. <laughs> I was like, what uh, just uh, happened? A poisonous, deadly snake. Yeah. And then we saw that little joker sticking his head up in the grass. I, I, that wasn't good. It looked like that video I showed you from a couple years ago. Now you know how big that video... You saw those little heads on that video. You're like, oh, that's a small snake. And then you saw that snake. You're Trent like, is a serial snake killer. Poisonous. Poisonous. The, the black, I, black I snakes like are good. good yeah, water snakes. I, man, I have kids playing around my house all the time. I mean, they go, they go in the woods. With like no shoes, no shirt. My wife hanging. respects what you do then. That's that's one thing she doesn't deal with. She'll deal with a lot, me, but she won't deal with snakes. Uh, so, God Godspeed to you. Yeah, man. I, I mean, well, he's got I, this. I, eerie, I just trying to protect my family. They, they they're like in this ivy. They're, they're just like three. Was it three or four heads? It was, it was two heads. Two. Thought it was more. And and no. And then I hollered in the house. It was like ten fifty on a Sunday night, and uh, I was sitting on my patio trying to decompress from my weekend. And have my w- one more so- soda for the weekend. <laughs> and the I saw these two out. heads. We had just got back in town. I saw these two heads sticking up, and they were looking at me, and they were like button heads, like they were kissing. It looked like a video. I-, I promise you, it was so surreal that I thought it was electronic, and somebody had planted this while I was out of town. One of my bobo friends. I holler in the house to get Reagan. The kids are sleeping. I holler in the house. Reagan comes down. She thinks somebody, you know, got. 
I found somebody dead or something, right? And it's like crazy. She comes down and she's like, what? And I'm like, go get my gun. Watch these snakes' heads. I come <laughs> she's like, what are you calling crazy? <laughs> I go get my shotgun, and I mean, I'm five feet away from them in the ivy, and I'm like, it's 12 gauge. And I mean, I don't know what I did. <laughs> I don't know what happened. The neighbor comes. This is 11 o'clock, 11, 15 at night yeah, now. The neighbor yeah. comes running out. Oh, His wife's like, Tristan gone crazy. <laughs> We're going to be on an episode of Dateline. And then, and then they go into the weeds. I don't know if I've hit one of them or nothing. They both go down into the ivy. So I go run. At about probably 30 feet away, I run down the slate sidewalk. She's like, you can't take your gun because you'll be facing yeah, back you'll be at shooting me towards the, the house. house. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm going down. It's pitch black and and i'm walking down these like five slate steps to get into my yard and about a four foot copperhead comes slithering across the steps away from the ivy this is like 40 feet away like oh my god she's like what i'm like give me my gun there's another one so so yeah and and we realized we looked it up uh so i i killed two of them i know uh and and i got them and took them across street but we looked it up uh copperheads males fight over a female in heat so it's a mating ritual so the two snakes that i saw we would assume they were males fighting they were butting heads that's the worst possible time and, to shoot uh, them. and it's I, and the and the female yeah they were upset i, I ruined <laughs> to their, say the least i ruined yeah. the moment in the female we, we think the female that slithered the cross was getting away and they were they were playing cat and mouse for her so anyway Great experience in my life. One of my best memories. Do you do you take the ones that you shoot, like nail them to a post with by their tail, so the no. other ones don't know how to come by? No, but Michael Cox, who was on the Bridge Foundation also, board, yeah. when he moved into my house, you know, he uh, beside us, he's my yeah. next door neighbor yeah. on the river. He's a yuppie from Dilworth, and uh, <laughs> and and when he moved in, the first couple snakes I killed his first season was like four years ago, and he's like, "This dude is wacko." <laughs> And then the next season, he got him a snake, and he's like, "Hey!" He texts me, "I got me a snake. I'm in the game." So uh, anyway, if but, you are a snake, stay away from the river. But listen, on there, there's Road. a lot of there's a lot of moccasins, more copperheads down at the river, they and, are. and yep. they're very dangerous. And my kids play around uh, w- with reckless abandon, and they shouldn't fear stuff. So uh, it's, that is one thing that scares me. I'm trying to teach them. So uh, yeah. I'm glad you told that story. It's snake season. Thank I, you. I'm glad you didn't ask. I'm not from Dilworth. Yeah. So. <laughs> you, I, you live on Mount Vernon. Don't kid me, buddy. <laughs> I can see your shorts. All right. What a great day. We learned a lot about the Bridge Foundation. Manuel from Ghana, West Charlotte as well. What a star. Godspeed. Hey, America's great. If you don't believe it, listen to the show. Uh, do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Smile, share the love. Thanks for listening to At Home with Roby.